Welcome back to the Global Digital Banker. My name is Adele Grissoff and this is RFI Group's data-backed podcast focused on key trends, thought leadership and best practice within the fast-growing and dynamic world of digital banking. In today's episode, Sarah Hollinshead catches up with David Golden, founder, president and CEO of Capify, to discuss their recent funding from Goldman Sachs, their growth plans off the back of the investment, shifts in alternative lender awareness and where David sees the SME finance industry moving in the future. And really pleased and really excited to be joined today by David Golden, founder, president and CEO of Capify. Thanks so much for being here with me today, David. Thank you for having me. You know, me personally, I've been following, you know, your career and the career of Capify for many years across Australia, UK, US, and there's some staggering figures, particularly in the UK. So since 2008, executing over 9,000 transactions for SMEs and uh, providing 150 million pounds in business loans and merchant cash advances. And that's just in the UK alone. So it's been an incredible journey, I know. But we're chatting today even more excitingly and a massive congratulations to you on the recent round of funding from Goldman Sachs. So let's talk about that. How are you feeling? Um, how's that come about? What is the and you know what is the nature of the relationship that you've got with Goldman Sachs? Sure, sure. So um, thank you very much. It's obviously a very, very exciting time to Capify, being one of the first alternative lenders or non-bank SME lenders in both the UK and Australia with a 10 plus year history. As you mentioned, we just secured a a 75 million pound credit facility from Goldman Sachs, obviously one of the premier financial service brands in the world that will really allow us to uh, accelerate growth and not have to really worry about, you know, based on our growth, where having access to capital come from. You know, obviously having a 10 year history and, you know, starting off in this business before words like fintech and alternative lending even existed, yeah. uh, many times we've pushed the upper envelope or limit of what some of our other funders have been able to provide capital to us for. So, you know, we're very excited the relationship of having this secured facility and obviously a partner with Goldman Sachs, you know, nothing is off the table as far as opportunities that may come our way that we could also partner with them as well on. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting time for Goldman Sachs, really looking more at the retail and SME banking space in particular. So this comes at a quite a unique time, especially in the UK. Um, so I imagine people will be watching the the development of that partnership grow. But tell me about the experience. Have you seen a shift in focus towards the SME customer recently in terms of Capify being being seen as a true challenger in the industry? Well, I, I think um, it's really a double-edged sword, right? We were one of yeah. the first in the market uh, in the UK. And while there was really no competition back then, the co- we did have competition. It was called awareness, mm. right? So we had to spend a tremendous amount of money on marketing to SMEs to get them to really understand that there is an alternative to the bank. There are alternative products besides a traditional business loan, such as the Merchant Cash Advance, where we advance money to an SME against their future card takings from their customers, which obviously is more on the restaurant retail side. Uh, Fast forward to where we are today, there's no shortage of competition, but the awareness is out there, right? There's been studies done as much as 30, 40% of UK SMEs are now aware of alternative financing. We believe that number to go up even further. And just like people don't, you know, pick up their phone anymore and call a taxi, or you know, look in the newspaper as much for an uh, employment ad, SMEs are getting more and more accustomed not walking into a retail bank branch and looking online for an alternative solution you know, to the bank. Mm. 
And this word, alternative lender, do you think this is a thing anymore? You're describing your services as alternative, but, you know, with, with the scale that you've managed to achieve and the, and as you've mentioned, the amount of players in this space, do you see, do you see yourself as an alternative lender? Do people need to be seen in that way anymore? No, I think, look, you're always going to need some differentiation. So whether it's private lender, whether it's an alternative lender or non-bank lender, you know, we've heard the word fintech for the last, you know, X amount of years. It's now 2019. You know, I think any company not using technology a far and few between. So I think even the term fintech, you know, while it's appealing to investors and, you know, private equity firms and venture capitalists and, you know, going publicly listed, I think for the most part, almost every non-bank including the banks are now using technology especially with you know open banking coming out in the uk so to answer the question is you know i think there's several ways to define our sector it could be alternative lending it could be non-bank lender it could be fintech but uh you know they're really all one and the same uh just differentiating yourself from a traditional bank loan yeah absolutely uh, maybe fintech will become one of those tired words and it'll be equated to working in it you never know the future of the terms um <laughs> <laughs> and so what is the the growth intentions for, for Capify off the back of this huge funding from Goldman Sachs? Right. So obviously we are, you know, in two markets, uh, both the UK and Australia and in both markets historically. And the reason why those that have looked at our business really like and differentiate is we've always been a very heavy direct sales origination engine, meaning that we haven't been very heavily relying on brokers, third parties. And, and, you know, obviously there's pros and cons of that business model. Obviously you could scale faster and get much bigger with brokers, but then you also lose control and in some cases portfolio integrity, not for every broker, but there are certain brokers that have certainly, you know, hurt certain platforms where they didn't have any skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Our model now is to really open up our distribution channel partnerships. So referral partners. So for example, in the UK and Australia, uh, the merchant acquires credit card processors. It could be uh, any companies that have a large SME customer base. Um, and I call it the triple win, that we can essentially help them finance their customers. So for example, if they were selling a, a 25,000 pound piece of equipment, they didn't want to lend to the SME or give them credit, they would refer that customer to us. So that's a win number one for the referral partner, the vendor, if you want to call it vendor financing. So they can sell more equipment. That's win number one. The customer gets the equipment right, which they may not have had the upfront cash flow to be able to do. So there's win number two. And then win number three is Capify gets a new customer. So that's just one example of the many distribution partnerships that we're working on, uh, looking out for partnerships, both in UK and Australia, or in some cases, there are some global companies that have a presence in both markets that we are able to do that. And, you know, as the entrepreneur I am, we're also open if there should be a distribution partner in another country. Your listeners may not be aware, but um, I originally started this company back in 2002 in the United States, being one of the first, again, we can call it alternative lenders, non-bank lenders uh, in Canada as well, and sold that aspect of the business in January of 2017. But we have the wherewithal and know-how how to really open up and go into really any mm. market out there. Uh, our technology has proven to be able to do so, our sales and marketing, but we're, what we'd really look for is a local partner in a new market. So, But for the time being, with the Goldman Sachs aspect, um, it's really uh, looking out for new distribution channels, whether they're referral partners, brokers, or you know any form of partnership where Capify, whether it's through our business loan product, which is unsecured for the most part, or our merchant cash advance program that we're able to you know offer quick and easy financing uh, you know, to SMEs either directly or through a referral partner. Mm, and I love that because a lot of these alternate lenders and 
your listeners can't see inverted inverted commas, but that's sort of how we'll refer to them moving forward. With alternative lenders, they've typically partnered with banks. And I, I really like the idea that you're looking outside the financial services industry to, to make those relevant partnerships for small businesses and sort of bring your service to places that they already are. It's quite unique. It's, it's interesting that you haven't gone down the, the sort of standard bank partnership. Yeah, we wanted to make sure we had the capital provider in place in order to sustain that growth. Obviously, Goldman Sachs, you really can't ask for a better mm-hmm. name. Not only is it bank for the outside internally, I'm sure, as you can imagine, Goldman Sachs doesn't just lend to anyone. You know, there was a tremendous amount of diligence on our, on our portfolio performance. Obviously, having 10 years uh, experience in, in both markets, uh, which is very rare for this industry. You know, we're one of the first, as I mentioned, and also having belief in our technology as well as our management teams. Um, so, you know, now that we have the backing of Goldman Sachs, it's, it's as much good business as we could find. There's really no limit. Having been in this industry since 2002 and, and even before, I know you've been a fantastic entrepreneur, really focused in this space. Where do you see it moving now? What are the things you're excited about, about specifically the SME financing sector? Well, I think it's going to, and we see this in various markets, that you know SMEs are, are, are going to look at other places as time goes on more than mm. just the bank. You know, an SME's most valuable asset is really their time, and the time it takes to you know walk into a store. And that's part of the reason you know Amazon is hurting retail so much. If they can go online and you know whether through an online chat or or a phone and get something done a lot faster and more efficiently and without security than a bank would require, I think we're going to only see more and more of banks losing some of that market share. I think we're where banks are 10 years from now, I don't think banks are going away, but I think the banks we all know today, you know, for those that have children today, you know, that where they're using Venmo and online and the millennial crowd or, or one generation below that, I just don't see them walking into a bank 15 years mm-hmm. from now to get a bank loan when, when they haven't walked into a retail store almost in their entire life where they're just so used to everything being online. And, you know, from where I see this industry going, and I've seen this movie before in the U.S., and unfortunately, some of my competitors don't like hearing it, but I've seen a downturn in markets while being an SME lender. And uh, we have experience with that. You know, many people say, well, we've stress tested it and they've only been in business for a year or two or three mm-hmm. or four. My answer to that is the only way to stress test it is actually be stressed every day going to work during a global financial crisis. So I think you're going to also see, unfortunately, a lot of players that are just I say this all the time, anyone can fund and originate. It's not that hard. Collecting the money back is a hard, is, is the hard part. And for those companies that are sacrificing their underwriting criteria, and obviously we all, we all want to generate speed to fund to a customer, but you know most customers are happy getting their money in a few hours or the next day. They don't need it in five minutes. And when you're doing it that quickly with technology, you know there are loopholes to the technology when there's not that human element. And, you know, in a downturn, especially those vendors, uh, suppliers going out two, three, four, five years on, you know, the repayment period, the ships are too far out to see to correct should there be a downturn in the economy. And that's where we're going to see, in my prediction, a lot of these lenders really go bust, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, it's about mastering your, your product and your service, yes, but also understanding the resilience for you as a business, right? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Being able to, you know, really make sure that you're lending responsibly, not just for your own company, but for the SMEs as mm-hmm. well. You know, just because an SME has a certain amount of money, you have to, you know, make that assessment as a responsible lender is, is the affordability there, which is one of the key aspects that's made Capify successful through the years and, you know, has allowed global companies such as, you know, Alibaba in the past and even PayPal in the UK partner with us because of the fact we are a responsible lender. 
and that we do take affordability as one of the key aspects of our business model when, when approving an SME for a certain mm, money. I think responsible lending is such an important topic for today as well as various economies around the world are experiencing some shifts. And um, I think it's, it's absolutely right. It's important for the business. It's important for the economy at large. Um, and this is why this is such an interesting sector and really one where it's ripe for innovation. There's so much room for, for bettering of services um, and so much room for companies like yourselves who have really nailed that business development, distribution models and all the exciting stuff you've got coming up. Thanks so much for sharing those thoughts with me today, David. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And you know, thanks again for your time. We hope you enjoyed the episode this week. For more content on the podcast, head to globaldigitalbanker.com. For updates on upcoming episodes, check us out on Twitter at GDB Podcast or on LinkedIn under RFI Group.